0: Hi, Cameron Chadwick here, and welcome to Legacy Men Podcast, where we believe a man transformed by the love of God is a legacy redeemed. We hope to inspire, teach, and equip you to occupy the life God has designed for you to live, full of connection, freedom, abundance, and love. Through authentic conversations with fathers, leaders, and pastors, we discuss the biblical truths and godly standards of manhood, friendship, marriage, and fatherhood. Hope you enjoy it. you freaking ready yeah dude let's do it dude (laughs) oh my gosh okay all right nicholas howard Mm -hmm. i love you so much dude Uh i can't Uh believe we're here (laughs) we're here dude (laughs) i cannot imagine anybody better to start the first podcast for legacy men yeah not only because of who you are to me but just our history the last eight or nine years and yeah. dude the first time we met Gape home days dude that's yeah, the best <laughs> shout out to jimmy chio dude i could i always remember that conversation J- jimmy's coming down to lead worship he's like hey dude I- i'm bringing my friend i'm bringing this guy he uh he goes uh he went to bethel mm-hmm. so as soon as he said that i'm already intimidated yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. down in San Diego you just hear about things in Bethel I and know, it's like <laughs>
1: like we're super or something crap
0: and then he goes and he's super prophetic uh, yeah here we go great yeah, great, great. alright <laughs> <laughs> so dude I uh, only did what I knew how to do is just hug you that was it yeah the <laughs> 10 minute hug <laughs> if you haven't gotten a hug by Cameron Chadwick dude yeah I'm ready I'm always ready for hugs dude yeah but um I remember meeting you, hugging you, hanging out or having dinner do the agape home stuff that night. Super cool. And my first conversation with you, you were like asking me about agape home. People don't know. It was like a ministry of me and Aaron did down in San Diego. and In a um, a barn. In a barn. Remodeled barn. Legit barn. Turned into a chapel. It was a red barn on three acres of land. And it was pretty dope. If you still own it, we'd still be doing something. Oh my good. gosh, we totally it's would be. Perfect. It's it's perfect. And um, dude, I remember after I'm like telling you, yeah, you know, God, God shared me this vision. We're doing this, and you're just looking at me like that's genius, man. That's genius. I'm like, okay, so tell me about yeah, yeah, tell me yeah. about Bethel, <laughs> dude. And you just start sharing all your encounters. Well, not all of them, but you're like, yeah, you know, I did this, and and I I. Yeah You're sharing about your encounters With with God And Yeah Oh yeah And then I met this angel By the way There was an angel over you When you were talking tonight And you know this, And you gave me a prophetic word And I'm yeah. just like I went to my room that night yeah. Like God am I Am I a Christian? Like I thought I was <laughs> I thought I was a Christian And then I heard A whole other side of you Yeah 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 You didn't give me any hints Like this is over, This is available This is accessible Yeah you talk about angels In the Bible and stuff But like Anyways, that was my intro. And ever since then, it's just been so amazing hearing all the stories that you've had, all the times you've had with Jesus, yeah. everything that God's done in your life. Yeah. And then on top of that, which is 10 times better, 100 times better, and infinite times better, wow. the friendship that we've been able to develop yeah. over the last eight years, yeah. nine years. You have demonstrated and shown us me, Aaron, my four kids, mm. my parents, yeah. every single person that is involved with my life, you have changed your life. Mm. And um, I thought I knew what friendship was. Mm. I thought I knew what, what relationship with God was supposed to be like. Yeah. And... Through friendship with you, you have shown me not only the fascinating, amazing, revelatory things of God, just through conversation, just through the kitchen table talks and hanging out, having best. dinner, the best, having pancakes late at night, the best, dude, having desserts, you name it. And uh best. but the way that you have loved me and Aaron and our de darkest. Worst times of life, mm. to where we just were weak, where we just blew it, and you continued just to love us, yeah. right there in that spot. I've never experienced that ever, mm. and um I'm so thankful for you, bro. And um but yeah, you just mean so much to me and Aaron in the world, and <laughs> so thankful that you're here you're and get to chat with you about everything, dude. I'm, dude, you're the best. I'm just stoked, dude wouldn't have it any other way bro. Oh. so you're from san diego yep and uh you're in the military yep went to bethel yep Yep. And now you're back here orange yep. county uh-huh. owner and founder of hard hacks changing lives every single day dude tell us your story bro uh
1: well which part was part from the beginning, dude. Uh, how I got into heart hacks, dude. I would love to know how you got into heart hacks. I got into heart hacks because I grew up. Uh, I grew up as a Christian, not knowing what the heck it means to be a Christian. Yeah, and heart hacks is uh, just my space to do heart reconciliation. Why I got into that is because growing up in church uh, with a very divided home, I saw myself one way in school, one way at home, Mm -hmm. one way at work, or one way at at church. Yeah. And then when I got to work, eventually growing up, it was like four of me. You're right. (laughs) Totally.
0: That's how I function at work. Is how I function at home. Yeah.
1: And who I'm at school, yeah, yeah, and when you grow up in a home where your emotions are not talked about, you learn very quickly, uh not by choice but to avoid getting in trouble. Mm-hmm. you learn how to you you become a master at finding out what not to do, yeah, okay, so Dad doesn't like that, mom doesn't like this, and you learn their schedule of their own dysfunction thing versus. Hey, what do you want to do today, bro? What do you want to do today, bud? You know, you stop becoming a kid and becoming your parents' emotional manager. Yeah. And I'm the oldest. <laughs> so there's that. I got two younger sisters. Mm-hmm. My older brother passes away before I'm born. So I don't understand any of this until like my mid-20s. Yeah. Of how things flip and work. Yeah. And... Um, what I do know from watching Benny Hinn growing up, every day five, or five days a week when he was on, was I wouldn't know what to call it then back then, but I know it now. Uh-huh. Just seeing the power of God slay these people, yeah, regardless of what you feel about the guy, like that it was happening because <laughs> people you, are falling over, yeah, and shaking and <laughs> yeah. and speaking in tongues and <laughs> demon possessed and miracles and like yeah. you know regardless of whatever. It was still happening. Uh-huh. And, and as a little boy, not knowing anything, but feeling what God is and what you, what you feel, what love is, and you just know inherently that's God without knowing that's God. Yeah. You're drawn to that. Mm-hmm. And so I would watch that all the time. So for this is like 12 years straight five days a week. I didn't know it was 12 years. Yeah, well, however long he was on broadcast, yeah. like, I would watch. Like, you could see my little Damn. hand, because he'd always say, lay your hands on the screen. So I always put my hands on the screen. Mm-hmm. And uh, you see my little handprints to clean the freaking TV, you know? Because <laughs> this is like, when the cable box, you had to move it like this. Mm-hmm. There's no remote yet. And so I'm not like freaking super old, but this is like, this is the 90s, Yeah. you know? And 80, this is the 80s and 90s. Yeah. And so um, the older... I got, I did typical teenage, uh, either conformity. I didn't really rebel. I didn't mm-hmm. want to get in trouble. I was, I was on that side of emotional dysfunction where I didn't want to get in trouble yeah. versus all my friends love getting in trouble. So this is the downside to that is I'm not taking a lot of risks. Yeah. Um, and being very conservative just cause I just, you get tired of getting in trouble. Mm-hmm. Um, dad's, Dad's there physically, but emotionally he's not. He's leaving at five thirty, not coming home till seven, barely talking to us. I remember. I remember how we we would literally lock up, Dang. knowing Dad's coming or oh, Dad's here. I remember, like I remember that oh, that feeling, yeah, that like that. And so being able to articulate that, our whole system is shutting down. Like here comes here comes the jailer and fun's going to go away. What's interesting is he wasn't always like that. So yeah. that's what makes that's what makes all this worse. Yeah. Like you experience him a different yeah. way Yeah, that's the thing about freaking <laughs> crazy is, especially when you're trying to deal with stuff when you're older, is like you have conflicting realities in there. You have one father who wrestled with you mm-hmm. and played catch with you and provided for you and, 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 and a mother also that, that does so as well. Mm-hmm. But then you have... The other side of he is very addicted to alcohol, and when he was drunk, it's this whole different person, super abusive, super bad, like very traumatic mm. experiences I had, very bad ones. And so um, this didn't help me. I got saved when I was eight by – we were going to this um, First Assembly of God in uh, – Looking back, I don't see how this person was at this church. No knock on the First Assembly, of course. There, yeah. was, I had great memories there as a kid. But this guy didn't have. He had a glass eye, mm. and he said God shows him vision. He could see fine through the glass eye because <laughs> he's taking it out to let yeah. everybody know, like this is not like a joke. <laughs> huh. And I remember the day he covers up his eye. I mean, I've never seen so much tape around a person's face in my flipping <laughs> life. Oh my gosh! Because you could hear tape. Ta- I mean, the thing was like super shot, dude. Like over, like it was almost like a parody. Like, okay, that's enough tape. Like, you got like, four rolls. <laughs> just yeah, no, like it just completely wrapped. Like he was a trauma victim. Like a, like a, like he got a head wound or some oh, crap. Oh no! And you walk up to him. I don't know. Also, why he wasn't long vision? It was apparently short. So that's a I don't know. But you got within a few feet of him and he's like, oh, and okay, so yep. And you have this hair and this and this, and here's your driver's uh-huh. license and da, 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 And so the next day, cause he was preaching at this church. And the next day I tugged to my mom's dress and said, I want Jesus in my heart. And I remember my mom being full Sicilian off the boat, doesn't care about anything in the yeah. sense of like when it's for her kids, she, she'll interrupt the president Without disrespect. <laughs> like, that's just straight Dude, up. She's sure. mafioso, big time. And so she walked up in the middle of this dude's preach and said, my son wants Jesus right now, sir. Thank you. And I remember him getting on his knees, looking me in the eye, and I felt the same feeling. Wow. I was already feeling for a few years watching Benny Hinn. Mm-hmm. Not having ability to associate language-wise, but... And I remember heat hitting my whole body, and I was just crying, and everybody was clapping as I walked to the bathroom. I didn't know what happened. I just know something very significant happened. Started speaking in tongues around 12 years old. Wow. Missionary upstairs. That's the whole story. And then started prophesying around 19. But I have no character going on. Yeah your face dude did i have no no wherever you wherever you are none yeah i had no character i'm getting my needs met with women yeah like not having loads of sex Mm -hmm. but i'm already like not a virgin by by 19 yeah so i got this gift popping off and what do you want i don't know what do you want to do i don't know yeah if it's about me i don't know what who's me yeah what's me yeah well, I know what to do. I can know what to do for you. I can figure you out and know mm-hmm. what I can. How can people please you? Yeah. And so um, the Marine Corps was a brilliant, horrible idea. <laughs> and I did that because my mom. Yeah. Uh, but it was also the best idea coming out because I leave one house with one guy yelling at me because I can't do nothing right. Now I have four guys yelling at me because you can't do nothing right. So it perfect. Yeah. it's perfect. Yes, perfect. Every single day I'm like, get, I literally wrote my mom letters. <laughs> Because we could send a whole page letters. Yeah. Get me out. out. That's it. Now. Now. <laughs> and it was rest on the backside was exclamation marks. Yeah. She was calling the military depot. Oh, this it was oh, just, this. She poor. literally tried to get you out. She did. This poor Dude. This poor system. I, I sent I sicked the system. <laughs> I sicked my mom in the system. This poor military. It would have been crumbled, knowing her. Yeah. But I finished it miracle. I finished this and uh but I didn't know it was prophecy at the time. I just remember praying for my youth pastor and getting information about him mm-hmm. and hearing a voice say, say what you see, Nicholas. But I didn't go by Nicholas yet. I went by Nick. So Nicholas is when you get in trouble or mm-hmm. when someone's trying to get your attention. It wasn't until after boot camp that I changed it to Nicholas. And so the real long story short is I had a spiritual dad come in my life right after boot camp. I stayed in as, as a reservist on purpose, so I didn't travel. Mm-hmm. Stayed with my family to watch my sisters grow up. And he fathered me. Mm. And from 19 till 24, till I had my first... So I'm doing ministry with him, but I am bucking at him. And I remember we sat down one time and he's like... And I would just serve with him at his church. Yeah, Like come with me on Sundays and just to be around a man. That's how desperate I was. Yeah. So here I am, now in my early twenties, mm-hmm. supposedly walking into my manhood, and I have none. Mm. And I don't find out what the word character is till I'm thirty. That that's, it's not embarrassing. I'm not embarrassed anymore. But it was super embarrassing. Like yeah, everybody knows this. Mm-hmm. So for a ten year run. I'm going like, do you all know this? Is this like, or you don't, or or you don't, you don't know this, <laughs> so you don't see like this, yeah. you don't hear God like this, like okay, so if there's any option for me to feel isolated, it was coming my way. Dang, oh, because your prophetic gift, yeah. So my prophetic gift, I don't have a lot to relate to. Yeah, because they're like, yeah, we don't see it like that. I'm like, great. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Yeah. So you don't see word. You don't see those words on the wall. Uh-huh. No. Okay. Uh, cool. Uh, I'm not going to talk anymore because I'm not going to have you send me off. You don't see that in your veins. You don't see body parts. You don't see. Mm-hmm. No. You didn't see that white thing just walk in the room like that. No. You don't see that. You don't feel that. Do you feel that heat? No. Cool uh U.K Nicholas yeah I'm great. I'm just gonna go uh you need your floor mopped because that's what I feel like I need to do right now is <laughs> I can stack chairs yeah yeah stack yeah, lowers oh my God lower myself really quick so clearly <laughs> Jesus and heaven God Almighty like and then so then I get around him and he's everything I want to be. Mm. Cause he's hilarious. He can speak. People love him. He has his words. He can quote scripture. I couldn't quote you. John 3, 16 is all I got for you. Yeah. 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 That's it. Until you're your past. That's it. Yeah. That's it. And so, and, and you're going to go to heaven. Hopefully that's like, it says that somewhere like right the cross. That's yeah. all I got for you. And yeah, I'm having all this experience without language and without scripture mm. and extreme poor terms, it didn't, it just got worse. Yeah. Ironically, because like Jesus is going to pursue you regardless of what you understand or not. Mm -hmm. And so when I'm working in the healing rooms, and so now you get yourself in environments where this thing really wants to talk, these gifts really want to activate, and the gift is going to work regardless of your character, but the character is going to really make these gifts do damage. Yeah. And so it just got to the point where I was making... Bad messes relationally mm. because I w- didn't know how to be honest. I had always beliefs like honest is bad. If I tell you what I'm thinking, it's bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I tell you who I really see is bad. I had l- very low trust for authority, even though I went to boot camp. So, work, I'm fine because mm. I know how to follow orders. Yes. And if you tell me what to do at church, I will do it, but the moment I get in trouble for you telling me what to do, mm-hmm. I don't trust you anymore yep so it was a, a a bleep show it was a bleep show for a long time, yeah, and then I start seeing angels and then I, I i I go away from San Diego and go up north. I'm not at Bethel yet I go up north um, and I'm just I'm just making messes. And having these experiences with God, you, I had no idea what, what dreams I wanted to do. I had no what desires I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't know anything. I couldn't even answer. I couldn't even access. access and yet I'm doing ministry right. in a space of prophetic, of healing and reconciliation. Yeah. So real common story out there for a lot of people in ministry, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's what's going to happen when you're not fathered and you're not mothered and you didn't get the main thing. And 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 you go through a lot of being pissed off. Like, why hasn't anybody explained to me what ha- happened when I accepted Jesus? Yeah. Like, what is the list that he finished? Mm-hmm. Like and What's actually in the covenant? Uh-huh. Like what did I actually agree and to? And what does that mean to me? And what does that mean to this? And like, what actually changed mm-hmm. so I can stop living? Because I just said, like, pick me or go to hell was my introduction. <laughs> Which doesn't really excite. That's not a really relational. No, it's not. God, yeah, okay, cool. Hey, well, I don't want to go to hell. Yeah, cool. Yes, and now what? Yeah, come, <laughs> now to, come tr- to church. Come to church. <laughs> come to church. Come to church and serve. Okay. When does this abundant life get kicked in? Oh, you got to put in the work. Mm. Mm. Got it. Does that mean I? It's just here. You work here. You don't like. Well, what about everybody else who's not working at church or serving uh-huh. at Do they get that? Like, so I had. I was salty, man, super salty, still salty, but in very cheeky, fun ways. Yeah. But um, even through fathering, it, it saved my life. Yeah. Yet relationally, even at Bethel, still like you're at the environment now. You're at the environment where there is no like these are super anointed people and these are not there. Mm-hmm. That's one of my favorite things about that place was they're like, Hey, we all do this. This yeah. is all normal. And this yeah. is all oh, great. And yeah, sure. There's still people. And that, and that's like anything else though. Like there, there's people who sing at two years old that will sing better than anybody who's had practice their whole years. Like mm-hmm. it's just, some people just are injected with that. They're wired with that. And so gifts come like that. Yeah. And and I and I don't think there's a cap on gifts. I think anybody can develop and grow and learn and et cetera. But um I was my gift for a long time. Yeah. And uh I just got tired of making the same mess. Yeah. I got tired of being accused of messes. And though I felt like I had a lot of understanding, there were some areas I felt just lost. Wow. And so when I got to Bethel and they're like, we can give, this is not their words, but this, this is the experience. Yeah, <laughs> We can give two flips about how, what you can do if you don't know who you are. Mm-hmm. And we're not here to make preachers and we're not here to uh, get you on a ministry. What's your name? Oh, that's what, that's what we like. We like yeah. to get you out. And we like to show you how to be in control of yourself, mm. how to have powerful relationships and show you the point of love. Wow. How love starts with you and then goes to others. Mm-hmm. And if you don't have that, yeah, we've heard all the stories of people doing amazing things with God in all the God's general books. Mm-hmm. And then they drop out towards the end, of the end of their life. Yeah. And why? Because they weren't grounded relationally. Yeah. And so they... If it's God, it's going to bear relational fruit, period, towards you and towards people. Genius. And it's not that you don't have God, and it's not that it's something may not be God. It's like, but if you don't understand what, if it's not making it personal to you, it's Mm -hmm. not affecting you personally.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: So that's the whole story of him walking around with the boys, the disciples, saying, Well, who do you say that I am? Asking them personally mm-hmm. about him personally, yeah, and nobody knew an answer. They're borrowing answers. I mean, that takeaway right there is: if you don't know yourself, this doesn't work. Yep. This this the Bible is freaking phenomenal, and sure, it's referenced as a quote unquote instructional book, but it ain't. It can't be. Yeah, it can't just be the instruction of life because it's a personal letter f- about humanity from from heaven, mm-hmm. amongst billions of other things. Wow. So. I got into the whole reconciliational, emotional health, Mm -hmm. wholeness place, and merged the prophetic, which which is coming from the heart anyways. It's coming from the heart of God as it is. Mm -hmm. So it was perfect for me because I'm like, oh, I could see this, but now I don't have to go look. I can just get used to hearing you talk. Yeah. And if I get used to hearing what God sounds like and what a lie sounds like, Man, like man, I, I and I picked it up fast. Yeah. I'm like, man, that sounds I remember talking like that. That's that's that thing, that's that thing, and start connecting all these dots. Yeah. And I have found far more fulfillment, which is in no way, shape, or form saying what anybody else does yeah. is unfulfilling. I'm just saying for me, I have found more fulfillment by starting there, mm-hmm. which in my opinion. That is Galatians 4, 5, and half of Mm 6. The spirit of adoption goes in your heart. And I'm like, so if someone had six months, someone got saved, and six months was sat down. Mm. Hey, so let me just know what happened. Yeah. Let me tell you what just changed. Uh Tell me how you're doing emotionally currently in your life. Tell me how you're reacting. Let's go through your triggers. Mm -hmm. Let's go through your beliefs. Let's see what didn't switch when you accepted Jesus. We're going to check in after you get baptized. Do you still, do you, like, let's make sure you got, cro- like, correct, proper foundational theology. You're yeah. not bad anymore. Yep. You're not evil anymore. So any voices or past thoughts or past mistakes that have been telling you that, yeah, all swapped out. Mm-hmm. Not Not applicable anymore. And taking someone through a process, we would have a whole different type of body. Yes, we would. Dang. So i wrote I wrote this down just as a reference that um because I, I thought you might have asked something like this i i I've become a man who went to go see what God already has given me, so mm. I don't have to keep asking for what I already have. Yeah, that's so true. That's so true. That's what changed for me is. Eventually you keep praying for things mm-hmm. but they don't come. And you can only go through so many conversations of it's not the season, it's not the time, sure. And I think depending on context that applies. Yeah. But then I go look back, I go, but you said yes and you got an instant inheritance, but like has that been properly explained? And right. do you even know how to properly apply it? And I found it minimum. Mm-hmm. of what I was looking for or asking. I actually already had. minimally. So true.
0: And I feel like it's, I feel like it's not, not so much trained people, but like it's, it's so the normal, like this is what we pray for. And a lot of the things we pray for or seek after is already been concluded, already been given. You already have, you already
1: have it. Yeah. And that understanding isn't there. Yeah. Like, 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 oh, uh, that person didn't get healed because of faith. And I'm like, oh, maybe I need more faith. And I'm not saying people don't need more faith. But I'm like, I do. You, I didn't even understand the faith I had. Yeah. Or let alone how to use it. Mm-hmm. How to access it. Mm-hmm. You have Mr. Faith himself. You have a measurement of faith. You have a gift of faith. So it didn't sound like I had a faith issue. But I'm asking for more faith. But I'm like, I'm not even using the faith I have. Yeah. Cause I don't know how, cause I didn't know I had it. Yeah. you see, like, I didn't know what came in. Yeah. So there's other variables that got me here. Um, but from a ministerial perspective, I had more fulfillment and saw more transformation hmm. again, not implying that there's, this is more powerful way. I just saw there was more personal transformation doing sessions hmm. And when they go b- when they're back in they're going back to church, they're going back to their family like it's just hitting them because my my approach I'm going after is the root of the issue versus just symptoms yep. and getting to the bottom line belief of the thing, and you'd be surprised in one conversation how much you can find if a person's honest and open hmm. and you can get ten years worth of content, ten years worth of issues understood in an hour wow you can get a lot of you can get a whole lifetime's worth of conversation Mm -hmm. done in an hour if you wanted to to me this hits a big thing for me because when my spiritual dad came in my life he was hitting in one hangout with him i'd have more connection with him than i would have ever had my whole life with my dad yeah So I'm like seeing this trend. I'm like, well, you get more with, hang out with God than you do all this plowing. And I'm not trying to replace the plow or the role of a person. Yeah. But I'm like, there's something off about, it's not supposed to be this freaking hard to hang with God. Yeah. It's not supposed to be tons of prayer just to hear him. Like, the man's everywhere and inside you. How he can't get closer, he can't get further, uh-huh. and how much louder—like he's in your cells <laughs> yeah. and you can't hear him. I'm saying it rhetorical. Like, <laughs> right, I I'm know. like talking to people. I'm, I'm like, love. you can't freaking hear him, and I can't hear him. <laughs> like he's in literally the air that I just—I just okay, I just got him. Yeah, that was another one. Uh huh. And he's all in my eyeballs, and he's literally made my eardrum, and I can't hear the guy who made my eardrum. <laughs> so good. <laughs> So I'm like, hey, somebody, 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 explain this to me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Somebody like, I'm okay if this is how it is, as long as it that's how it is. But if it's not how it is, somebody better unscrew this thing <laughs> right the freak now, <laughs> or worse to that effect. So you fill it in. Yeah, yeah. Because so, I did use words to that effect many a times because you just get mad. Yeah, and you just want to understand, mm-hmm. and so, um. Yeah, that's that's one of the spaces I occupy now is is I love it. heart reconciliation because it's restoring tons of families, lots of divorce cards coming off the table, mm-hmm. lots of personal internal long-lasting change. Mhm. Which is good. So good. It's not just getting him whacked and but yeah, and and in fairness, um it's certainly not a replacement of anything. It's just it's there. Mhm. Cuz of a few reasons. So, so amazing. Mm. I would love to dive into,
0: um, maybe almost a trend of what you see, uh, like in your sessions or maybe just in conversation. But before like going into that, I would love to hear, like, obviously you value it so much because, um, what it's done for you and then all, all the fruit that you're seeing with all the marriages, my life and my wife's, my kid's life, my parents' life. I mean all of our lives have been completely changed by it yep. of how you've honored us and loved us and talked us through us and brought so much understanding. So yep. there's just been so much fruit. I'm living fruit of it, proof yeah. of it. Yeah. Um, but I would love to hear like, I don't know if it was at Bethel, maybe it was the, um, the mentor that came in, your father figure that came in. Um, like what would be like a pinnacle moment for you where like God fathered you in that moment? Or maybe it was like, just one of those moments you're like, oh my gosh, I did not know that
1: this happened here. And you finally got truth. Or Justin Stumball. Yeah. Justin Stumball. And and this is not taking away. Ian Bradbear was my revival leader. Mm-hmm. And he's in Australia now. He He's given me many, many, many. My first time looking at the man on day one of Bethel. <laughs> he looked at me. And just said, I just want you to know I don't do BS. And he said the word. Mm-hmm. And he's got these huge, bright, blue piercing eyes, like double your size, And he just <laughs> knows how to stare in your bones. <laughs> so after I, I crapped myself and walked out and had yeah. to change my underwear. That was great. Um, but d- yeah, my spiritual dad did it. But I re- remember the biggest one. And they were all pivotal But the one that will always stick out to me the most was Justin Stumble. Mm. Was, I blew it again, made another mess, went into his office, and I just did not understand. I'm like, I don't, I am trying so hard. Mm -hmm. I have grown so much. I have, I have, and I just go, and I just want to cuss, and I just want to cry. And he looked me in the eye and said, do it. So I'm so mad. I just want to cuss. I just, oh. And here you can, I can look back and go, gosh, it's so Captain Obvious now. But when you're in it, you're in it. Yeah. And I can see all of my restriction of being me, mm-hmm. which is causing the problem. Yeah. I'm trying to be what they want me to be in all these different areas. And I chameleon, but then I don't, but then I do. And it's mostly subconscious. But when you've been doing it your whole life, yep. it's going to show up in your whole life. Yep. And until you actually get challenged and go, this is actually not you. And it's not because the Bible says so. Look, it it doesn't even sound like you. Yeah, Like, look how you shut down. Look how you shut off. Look how you pull away. Look how you got so quickly so mad. Mm-hmm. Like, I know you, Nicholas, that does not... This is not in context of someone did something bad and you'd expect someone to get mad. This was like... Total like you got real quiet all of a sudden, but there's no explanation to get so quiet. Yeah. Or you're making a relational mistake that keeps going and going no matter how much you go after it. Mm -hmm. There's something deeper in there. Like not having the understanding, again, not explaining what this setup is and how a human being works, how your heart works, how your soul works, how your mind works, Mm -hmm. how your spirit works, how the spirit of God works, how the Holy Spirit leads you through all this, Mm -hmm. how it all operates. (laughs) Totally. (laughs) I have like, amazing understanding now. And I I better freaking be, because i tell you what, I am not going back. (laughs) I'm not, I am not sitting in another office with the other same mistake. I just like, it's just like, and it's not for the sake of I don't want to get in trouble. Yeah. I just go, no, that is, that is A, so clear to me because it was so distasteful. Yeah. And to see the full understanding of your decisions, not just how, it's changing or controlling you, but the impact it does for other people. And he looked at me and he said, do it, cuss. And just dead in the eye. And I, and I, and I remember I was like, I'm so effing. Stuff. I don't remember all that I said, but it wasn't even like not even four words where yeah. it sounded like it was a volcano about to erupt. <laughs> and I broke so hard. Yeah. And that man hugged me for 45 minutes. Wow. And just held me. And all he said for 45 minutes was, I'm sorry. Wow. And I'm like, who in the bleep are you? Mm -hmm. What is that? What is this? Who does this? Who, where's my punishment? Because that's what I'm expecting, because this is what you get. Mm -hmm. And through sessions with him in this space was... You know, you got a little boy in there who's trying to get out. You know, you stop being you. You stop. And finally, somebody giving me freaking language to explain something. Yeah. And that's what I feel is the bottom line trend. Mm. Is a ton of us are confused and we don't say anything. Yeah. And we just keep going. It's not God's time to, like, it's like, and it's like, we're not supposed to know everything. But like, There's a lot of things you're supposed to know. <laughs> and the things you're saying you don't know, you're actually supposed to know now. Uh-huh. Because it's equivalent to, like, why well, don't I to go to the bathroom? So I'm wearing diapers still. You're 45. Yeah. <laughs> did you miss party training? Like, did they, 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 not the culture or what happened? Yeah. Yeah, well, like, yeah, there's not going to be an answer that's going to fit that. Like, <laughs> It just won't. It just won't. I could get you. I don't know. It just, I'll get sidetracked. It just won't. It won't fit. Yeah. So it's not explained and a not fault finding. Certainly not fault finding. Certainly not judging. I don't care who who's not teaching it right. It doesn't matter to me. The point is, is that I ain't the only one. There's bunches of us. Yeah. And that that moment right there, I, I will never forget. And I told him, I told him, like, at least it's like an anniversary. Yeah. I'll just text him and like, hey. I'm gonna do this until I, until we get to heaven, and then when I'm in heaven, I'll follow. I'll find you and follow you. Just yeah. so like, like I will thank you. Yeah. And every person leading up did do it, and for I'm not. I can't say for for whatever reason because it's unfair. I know the reason because I was done. Yeah. You hit your threshold. That's it. Yeah. And I and it. I should have been done. Quote unquote. Should have been done ages ago, but. I can find some explanations for that, mm-hmm. but I remember going and going. It's this or I die. Like I, I don't, yeah. I don't want it. I yeah. don't want it anymore. I don't want it anymore. Like I, I can't go through this same thing again. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, and I've been active. But this is an active lifestyle, Mm-hmm. and it's not just a now. Something I hear in a preach or in a message that God's an active lifestyle where it's, it sounds like a banner. It's very, very personal now. Yeah. And and, and not now, now, but that place I was met personally with love and I had a mess to clean up. And I certainly clean that up and that Mm -hmm. sucked. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm not making that mess kill me. Mm -hmm. I'm not letting that mistake. Yeah. Destroy me. Yeah. I'm going to, And if I do it again But I got more proactive Than I did reactive Wow That was the big pivotal point right there Mm -hmm. Was I just said Right You Know you very well But you don't know you very well Yeah And we're gonna go Get to know you Yeah And part of that was leftover childhood, but another chunk of it was theology. Yeah. It was, it it was, it was the whole your last son about you.
0: Yep. And it feels like a combination. It's like your environment that you grew up with, and then you meet God and you have this theology, and it's like you almost can't see the right theology because the environment and the characters around you. That created your perspective on life. Mm -hmm. And then you have this all loving God, but you're fear-driven, pain-driven. I want to hide. I want to be a chameleon, but I have this loving God without any understanding and language how to operate in this new system I've been given.
1: Yep. And you want to fit in and you obviously want to be accepted Yep, and you want to be a part of what's happening. Mm -hmm. Very normal. Yeah. But wow. He he was my pivotal. He was my, he was my and still is the pivotal moment amongst a handful. He is the highest. The first one was when I was 24. When I ran into, when I went into the healing rooms, and this guy walked me through forgiveness. That was the first. Yes. And Justin. So I've had certainly, like anybody's going to have pivotal moments along the way. Mm-hmm. But what really, if I look back at course correction. Yeah. Yeah. I love what you said
0: there. I went from reactive to proactive. Yep. And do you feel like
1: now, how long have you been doing sessions now and doing heart hacks like in helping family two thousand so I've been in the ministry of reconciliation with the prophetic and this looked different ways since mm-hmm. I was nineteen with all this stuff. I was still a part of something. Yeah. Um, but actively doing doing it for like myself, I'd mm-hmm. say since two thousand and ten. Okay. Yeah. So over 10 years. Yeah. So getting close to 13 from, from a session perspective. Yes. Yeah. It was for 13. And then, it, um, it's turned in since I, since 2014 became my vocation. So it became not just ministerial, but it actually became, this is what I do for work. Wow. Yeah. I'm, I,
0: I think we met two thousand fifteen. Was it 2015? Yeah. 2015 and i think yeah I, th- I think it was 14 or 15 yeah. it was one of those yeah um i remember we were like oh i'm driving this session i'm meeting with this family yep tell me stories hey this is what happen uh-huh. obviously no names no details or anything like that but like dude god did this or like guess who showed up somebody had a friend inside uh-huh. not a good friend <laughs> a demonic friend That's somebody it. showed it, up right though no. and um we'll have to talk about your protocol when the yeah. demonic show up because totally. it's just it's probably the one it's one of my favorite <laughs> things i remember i just have to touch on it because it's just I so know. awesome i know so that was so new for me and aaron when you we were sharing stories like that and you're like oh yeah dude so when they just pop up you just get drunk in the spirit man mm-hmm. like get drunk what i don't even know i don't even know. <laughs> I didn't know what that was like oh just just go get lost in god when yeah, they I show know. up i know just go get lost yeah i made god. a
1: lot of sense oh yeah. dude yeah just making these full statements Gosh. yeah Talk about not explaining it, but yeah. it made sense. You obviously explained sure, it sure, afterwards, sure. and because
0: um, anyway, so uh, we'll have to touch base on that because it's just phenomenal. Yeah, your your protocol and your flossy on, not flossy, but like how you strategize on loving the person. Yeah, um, and getting them free. Yeah, but um, with that said, going back to you went from reactive to proactive. Mm-hmm. You got understanding. You had language. Now doing this vocationally, like talking about men, talking about the heart of a man, talking about the role of a man, yep. God's design of a man. Yep. You know, even even with my own life, it's like you get married, you're in love, you get married. Oh, we had a kid, we're having a kid, and you're just you're going through like, okay, I got a job. And then you're a few years in, five years in, ten years in, and you're just like, what am I doing? Yeah. Like I, it started out with like, I'm in love. I'll take care of you. To like, okay, I got bills. Yeah. Okay. I now I have kids. I'm thinking about their call. Like I have all these responsibilities now. Yeah. I have this bill come up. We're paying off your loan still. You know, I'm figuring out career stuff. Yeah. Marriage stuff comes. Oh, I didn't know that about you. Why you get so mad about here? I just want to go hang out with my friends and my, ex- yep. like there's just, you get to a point sure. in fatherhood or in marriage, just in manhood where it's just kind of like everything meshes Yep. and it's, and thankfully God is so present and speaking to us and brings people around us and good pastors and yep. good friends and yep. good leaders yep. and to help us along the way. But I, all that to say is like, from your perspective, what is kind of the trend or what you're seeing or like where do you feel like, hey, this is where I've, I've stepped in or like I've really helped? Or, you know, what is mentioning to understand maybe priority as just their responsibility or understanding who they are as a man and how that ties into every category
1: that they touch in their life? I, I feel... I've, I I definitely seen in both genders, and the way it displays in a man consistently definitely doesn't apply to all, mm-hmm. but very dominantly is a man who doesn't know that he's a man will act like a man at all times. Mm. But you can feel he's not. Yeah. You can feel, if you want to reference it as an ego, it really is just pride. Mm -hmm. Because ego is a version of us that's unloved. It's the version we wished we would be, so we act like that version. Wow. Instead of naturally just be that version. So I'm not a fan of the ego thing at all, because Mm -hmm. that means there's two versions of you. And the ego is pride, and pride is a protector of pain. Wow. Because Pride came from pain, not healed. That's what pride is the, I will come. Pride is a replacement of Holy Spirit because pride is what's comforting you to keep this pain from hurting anymore. Because it backs people off. It barks at people. Wow. Get out of my way. I don't need you. I don't want, you know, that's more the extreme. Mm -hmm. But no, I'm independent. No, I can do it. Um, but not allowing any help and not trusting and certainly not accepting love, mm-hmm. not letting people in, these are all variables and expressions of pride. Wow. And a person can never uh, be titled, unless you would like to judge them, but that's not fun, as a prideful person because there's no such thing since God doesn't make prideful people. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's good. So we're not going to be that. Yeah. So. And it would like to call you that because if it can call you that, then it can control you. Then yeah. it, the more you agree with it, it'll control you and then you're destroyed. So as a man though, I see, uh, especially this, this, they'll get around other men and they'll either back away or they're alpha or they'll express themselves and try to find their rank among men. And they're technically, in my opinion, is no rank Yeah, because we're all different body parts of God, one, mm-hmm. and you don't see your knee being very upset at your heel. Yeah. And you certainly don't go on like trying to conform it or the toe or whatever you want to analogize here. Mm -hmm. Like if the body part is not working right and it's jealous of another body part, that's A, super weird and unheard of. Yeah. (laughs) Like heart, I don't want to be a heart anymore. I like the brain. Like So if that's not happening within your own body, Mm -hmm. it begs the question of why would it happen between two different bodies? Yeah. And so, when you have two different people, two different bodies, and they're now uh um intimidated by one they're they're like oh and they're trying to size up and and rank up and see where we're at. I don't agree and I don't I don't I don't care what anybody says. I, I don't agree and believe that's the whole manhood thing at all. Yeah. I don't believe that at all. Yeah. Because now I have to go back to cause if that's natural reaction or natural or human nature, which would be our natural, mm-hmm. then I have to go to the creator and go, Why'd you make us like that to start sizing us up to people when you throw Ephesians six in there that we don't battle against people? Yep. So we cancel it, that cancels each other out. Yeah. And so the trend I see is I need to be a man because they're trying a, a way to fit in. It's obviously rooted from I want to belong. I want to be a part of something amazing and special. Mm-hmm. I want a woman of my dreams. I want like, the fact there. it's not coming from wrong places. Yeah. But because it's wounded, it's coming out the wrong way. Yeah. So true. So their motive is going to be off, and then you question it, but they can't hear you because the protector is going to go, "uh," and make it all fuzzy and go, "Look at they're judging you. See they're jealous of you. See, see here, here I am," and steps right in as their personal PR to go like, "No, I'll." I'll they're trying to take it away, yeah. So I'll help you. They just don't, and they just start telling you a bunch of nonsense. Dang. And I remember this. Scared, you get scared if you have a bad father. Uh huh. You either get really angry at men, which I was, or you get really scared of men, especially men who have what you want. Yep, <laughs> married kids, whatever. Uh-huh. <laughs> I remember being at Bethel, Jesse Skinner. Yeah, another great story. Beautiful, amazing, awesome woman of a mm-hmm. wife, Jessica. Hadn't started a family yet, but my in my brain, like, wow, they get along, they worship together, mm-hmm. they sing, she freaking cooks. Not that like that's a requirement, but you could see the complimentary of like they just love to do life and are involved and it doesn't feel hard for them. Yeah, is the point. And they're ministering and flowing effortlessly. Mm. So, you're seeing, oh my God, I'm oh like, that's, that's what I want. Uh, and so, I remember we're getting in the car, and I'm still like, this is first year. And so, I'm a wreck. <laughs> I'm having all these heavenly encounters. I am seeing uh, uh, AIDS and all kinds of stuff healed. Mm. I'm having a clash of worlds. Yeah. Uh, the, the seeing in the spirit didn't get, didn't freaking drop. Yeah, you go to Bethel and it's all like all switched on. You're yeah. Like, okay. Hello. Times ten. Freaking Mrs. Doubtfire coming. Hello. It's like, geez. <laughs> oh. And he had a piece of paper and we get into his car. He's got a Lexus. Uh huh. Okay, I want a Lexus. Yeah. My Mercedes is not working well. His works just fine. Yeah. Okay. He's got a lot of wardrobe. I don't have a lot of wardrobe. So naturally, when you don't feel like a man and you get around a man, he, maybe he doesn't feel like a man, but he's not showing it because his. His atmosphere is sorted. He has a piece of paper. For 10 minutes, I am sweating my balls off. I am pitting everywhere. (laughs) I am freaking out because the only thing going through my brain is he's going to reject me and he brought his list. Mm. A piece of paper? Yeah. Folded. Sitting in the freaking center console. Yep. This is what this thing will do to you. Dang. It'll keep you as a boy. Yeah. And you'll Think in a boyish way. I'm not talking immature. I'm talking the way a young boy, just like a young girl, but a young boy, a young kid will say, Mm -hmm. where everything is emotional. Yeah. And everything is this you didn't let me touch the toy. You didn't let me touch the, the, you didn't let me turn the knob. Mm -hmm. And they lose their mind and there's no reasoning involved. Yeah. And so when you don't get that sorted in you, that is why old or older men or men growing up, react like a little kid yeah they react very irrational is and they act like a toddler yeah because a toddler is in there in that spot Mm. so what do they do they try to be and they push that down because they hate that yeah naturally they hate that because they're being controlled but they'll never ever be who they are if they don't get who they are out yeah and that's them stuck inside there and we're supposed to be one age not all Disfragmented like a wound at four, wound at five, wound at eight, trauma at ten, and we're all stopped emotionally growing. Yeah. If we looked emotionally like we did physically, we would have a two-year-old nostril, a five-year-old ear, a ten-year-old pinky, Uh like Lord knows what other body part. Yeah. Hope to God the other party freaking grows up. Who knows? Maybe it's like, maybe it's like Benjamin Button, and we're like a ninety-year-old penis. I don't know. (laughs) Maybe not. Hope not. (laughs) You get it right? Like we're not supposed to look like that. Yep. So we're we're one body, one being, yeah, one image, and it's not supposed to be fragmented and and that's what I see is is the trend. If I if I gave you bottom line, by the way, yeah, because obviously there's loads of trends out there with men, mm-hmm. but if I snapshopped it and and summarized it, that's the dominant one. Yeah, that fits its way everywhere mm-hmm. because that's what protects you from people who love you. Yeah. Especially your wife or your friends. Why? Why don't you let people that you trust in there? Mm-hmm. Aren't they safe? Yeah. But how come they don't have access? Yeah. Why are you doing this or that? This ministry or that business? Like why? Why do you? It's like I was thinking this the other day. Like there's nothing wrong with getting a Lamborghini. What's wrong with getting a Lamborghini? Mm-hmm. Nothing. Just nothing. Until the Lamborghini is your reason to feel significant. Yep. So standalone, is there anything wrong? No. But now my motive is what made wanting a good thing bad. Mm-hmm. Because significance doesn't come from what you have. Yeah. It comes from what you are. So good. But if I don't know what I am and I think what I am is crap, mm-hmm. I'm crapping on my significance. Yeah. And I'll feel it. So what would what, what I do? Compensate. Without even realizing it because it's so common, because this is man. Yeah. So I can't stand like, well, we're just like horny sexual beings. And we just like, we're not. hmm But and we are. Yeah. <laughs> and so is women. Yep. Super horny sexual beings. And mm-hmm. they're not. Yeah. And they are. But that's one piece of a much, it's much more, much more than that. Yeah. That's so good. Could you touch
0: on real quick, because I remember, I think it was I probably the first time hearing about it, like the little boy being stuck. Yep. Could you touch on that yep. a little bit more? Because I feel like that obviously is so common with all of us. Like there's yep. areas in our heart or areas in our life that we didn't grow up, we didn't develop, didn't have understanding. And the little boy gets shut down and yep. the ego comes out and yep. that
1: it's protecting. So if you could... Break that down a bit. I feel like that's so important. So the the snapshot sequence of it is when childhood becomes, when when your house becomes unsafe growing up, Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter the reason. Whether it's a consistent, someone's got an anger problem, someone has an attitude problem. It's just a chaotic to extreme abuse. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Once a person doesn't feel safe, even if they don't logically understand that as a child, they'll stop showing up. Mm. But the rest of them is still growing up. Got it. Yep. And so you'll start to see trends that are beyond normal child behavior, mm-hmm. beyond personality behavior, beyond, well, they're the second child, or well, the third child. So they're more adventurous. Well, they're actually learning off of the first before them. Yep. One and two. The downside. Yeah, I know. Edit that out. <laughs> fire truck. Yuck. Fire truck. And and two, uh, when the parents punish bad behavior in a child, that's what also accelerates a child not showing up. Interesting. So when they show, so when they're, because they're made in pure, everybody's made in pure love, but because of their innocence, they're operating on their raw self. And so all they understand is love because what did they get for nine months coming out of the womb? (gasps) hey, oh, you woke up from your nap. Oh my (laughs) (laughs) God. And so they're getting that all day. Mm -hmm. And then when it changes, hey. Yeah. They didn't get that for a year. Yeah. (laughs) So true. It's not saying that's their <laughs> bad parents. It's just saying, whoa, whoa, things sure, changed. Yeah, and sure they're going to learn learn new things. And I understand the gr- the more they grow, the more they get responsible. But I'm referencing if they start getting more amounts of anger or reaction where they were getting love mm-hmm. and they're not getting explained, they'll stay away. Yeah, and so it doesn't have to be a traumatic event. It could be consistent mistreatment, and the very common story is we don't we don't talk about our emotions in our house. We, yep. we, he didn't say I love you. He's not proud of me. He's only proud of me if I got good, if I did good. So there, now now from from a little kid, we were just flopping around and pooping and eating and, and sleeping. Yep. And we seemed to have brought the whole world life. Yeah. And now it went from conditional to, or excuse me, unconditional to conditional. Yeah. Now it's on my grades. Now it's on how well I do. Now it's around doing. Mm-hmm. Before it was around being. Wow. Now it's around doing, and now I, I remember being, and now I am being wrong. So I have to go do right so I can get love? Dang. That sucks. Yep. And so, no, I, not, a, not a lot of motivation to show up. And so this is before violation. This is before trauma. This is before abuse hits the house. Those are all automatic, nope, I've shut down, I'm mm-hmm. done. And so the rest of you is growing up, and that part of you in that context of you stops and as it stops the rest of you is and the longer it stays stopped by the time you're at 20 or 30 and you would think I should be able to control now I have ADHD now I have ADD now I have anger now I have addiction and now I have and then you're in a society that says, "Well hey man, it's normal mm-hmm. But that's com- that's that's what we you and I say. It's common. It's not normal. Yeah. And so, they're wondering why they do that, and so they try to treat the symptom and instead of going to get the younger version. And this is really big in psychology world, where they actually do re- recognize an inner child. Yep. And so it is language out there, and it's not new information. It's mm-hmm. not old. Infor- it's not old either. It's it's relatively, maybe in the last ten years new. Yeah. As far as like mainstream goes, Mm -hmm. but even then, they're not growing up the child in a general sense. I have no idea what every freaking psychology is doing. Yeah. So, but in a general sense, they're treating it like, remember, so my little child needed this. So, my inner child, so you'll hear that language. Yeah. But I'm like, no, let's go get it. Yeah. And let's get him in one age or her in one age. Mm -hmm. So, we are all talking to you now. Yeah. Because it is the explanation of where'd you just go emotionally. Yep. What just happened right now that you left without even thinking about it? And the quicker the trigger, hmm. the older the wound. So good. <laughs> so if it's coming out that quick, you mm-hmm. are, that's code for this is old. So like shutdowns, shutdowns, anger. reactions, um, Yeah, bursts of anger, already feeling anxiety on something. Anxiety is mm-hmm. a big telltale. Would be like escaping from something, like like just not being present mentally. Like. Yeah, it, uh, somebody has a hard time even staying present. So it, the whole ADD or ADHD, yep, that can't focus is because they weren't allowed to be present. So they're already scattered brain. That wow. is symptoms. This is aside from like a chemical, like they got a like some kind of shot that threw them off, or you know whatever yeah. I'm talking about. That. Yeah. So from an emotional perspective, this like I can't stay still is because I got in trouble. For staying still, because somebody barged in and yelled at me, and did. Hmm. Or I was trying to solve, and then my parents were like, "No, no, no," and so I'm already doing this. Yeah, and it was never solved. And you can always find, by the way, this to be true when you ask them, "How do you feel?" Hmm. So if you ever want a confirmation, how do you feel? You mean about? You mean about? And so they're already like you. That should be a natural. Safe if it's a, with a safe environment and a safe thing, that should be a natural thing, yeah, like I should be able to tell you at any time. How's your day, man? But if I can't, it's either because of you or it's because you remind me <laughs> <laughs> of somebody that I remember who you because it's not by the way, I think this totally needs to be said and remembered is. This is not all about how your parents were bad in this. I am not a fan of that. Yeah, I don't make I don't make everything a childhood childhood issue, uh, even though most things are childhood issues. Mm-hmm. When I when we talk about the whole childhood wound and parents and this and that, it's what they represent. The way your heart is set up by God is it works off of association. Wow. So your mom is not just mom. She's. First woman, she is comforter, she is dream, she is protector, she is, she is a ton of things. Yeah, Dad is not just dad. These are authority figures. Mm. So when you get around authority figures like bosses or leaders or you become one, it's very fascinating when somebody won't trigger until they get into a very specific context mm. and now they're a leader and now they can't function because their heart goes, oh, we don't like this space of authority because we, this is what we understand about authority. Yeah, and this is bad, but mm. they don't understand it. Because why would we walk around remembering our freaking crap childhood? Yeah, who does that? No. Nobody does that. <laughs> no. we're here now. There's a freaking steak. Enjoy your beer. Well, I don't know whatever you're doing. Like yeah. enjoy your family. Like we're here. Hmm. But this does. Yep. This doesn't limit a time zone. Wow. So it's past, present, future at all times. Wow. And it's very aware of all. All knowing as we can say. Wow. So that's the sequence of it Mm -hmm. is unless you go specifically into the memory itself, which sometimes is required or you're just addressing the pain of that time Mm -hmm. and able to get it out, it'll grow up all by itself. Why? Because the body does not want to be dismembered. It doesn't want to be disconnected. It Mm -hmm. doesn't want to be separated in any level. Yeah. It's a whole being, so. So good, bro. Dang. You said some new stuff, sir. I feel like I've never heard before. Oh,
0: okay. <laughs> so good. Yes, I did. Yes, yeah, of course I did. Um, Where do you feel like, there's so many things I'd love to keep chatting about, but I feel like where, where would be like a starting point? There's, you know, there's people listening and they go, Okay, I'm married. Mm -hmm. Maybe I'm single. Yep. I have this great job. Yep. Or like, hey, I've got a lot of family issues right now. Yep. Maybe my marriage is not where I want it to be. Yep. I feel disconnected from my kids. Yep. I'm not happy where I'm at in my life, like from good to bad. Yep. But they're noticing like, hey, these things are coming up. Yep. Like as a man, obviously women too, but like as a man, like, where do we start? Like, where would be a starting point of like, hey, I'm a Christian. I believe in God. Like, I desire to be with him. I want to know him. Like, the, the zeal's here, but I feel stuck.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: These, key, these things keep happening in my life. Mm-hmm. Keep getting fired. Like, yeah. you know, you name the scenario, like whatever it is. It's like, okay, where do I start here? Because mm-hmm. I'm feeling everything you're saying. Yep. And by the way, it's the best thing, talking to you. Every time we chat, dude, it's like, you're like, dude, you know what Jesus told me? And I'm literally listening, <laughs> but I'm like, yep, I that's yeah, I yeah, felt yeah. that, <laughs> and I've been there, <laughs> and right now, I'm, I, I'm hearing you, but I am hearing what's going yeah, on. I'm it. gone, dude. Yeah. You know, it's like, and you can see it, and you love it, and it's the best, because <laughs> you look at me, and I'm like, know, I'm a little gone? glazed I over. I know
1: you are, dude. And
0: I'm like, you know where I'm at, yeah, dude, but don't ask, because no, I'm not good. ready to pop yet, dude. Give me 24 hours, dude. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Let me funny. talk to Eric first Yeah I know it's <laughs> funny Let me go confirm
0: Let me go confess with her That's it And then confirm that it actually happens uh-huh. But give me an opportunity to kind of like wiggle myself out of it Anyway I'm just kidding But The whole point is like Where's the starting point As a man what do I need to understand here Yeah Like foundationally And Like not just like what do
1: i do but like hey what you know what would be step 1 the the first thing that comes to mind is the biggest breakthroughs i've seen personally for me uh-huh but me facilitating the sessions the ministry from this type of approach where the person is consciously talking and it's this type of scenario where they're like uh, it's a it's a, a half and half mixture where they'll they'll know what their problems are, but they don't know how to get rid of them. Mm-hmm. It's a Very common, yeah. Bucket of people, mm-hmm. crowd of people, I should say, not bucket. And or the other half is, um, I have no idea why, and they're pointing it to recent scenarios that totally. would. Well, last week, and oh, my gosh, let me tell you what they just said. And and then they said this, and so they can only hook on recent events, and they are so disconnected from their emotions, so it's blocked them out of their past. Mm-hmm. It is the downside of stuffing your emotions. Yeah. So every one of us were supposed to get taught right at potty training what to do with your crap. <laughs> yes. I mean, it, we – like. I'll write a book about it. Please do. Like emotional potty training or something. So like we were supposed to show like, hey, mommy and daddy are not going to sit here and stare at you and have laughs. You're actually going to go into this room with the door closed and we're going to talk like walkie talkies Mm -hmm. and you're going to be in there and I'm going to be out there and you're going to let me know what's happening. Yeah. And so it's a very big shift for a child. It is. To go like, "Uh, we're not, just me, just me. Yeah. And sitting and I... (laughs) I guess I'm going to wait and I'm like, this, okay. Yeah. So we were, I thought we had a thing, but I guess yeah. we don't. We're but, not going to lock eyes anymore. I know. Like, <laughs> and so, and this is not a fun thing. This is like, oh, you got to go. Like, all of a sudden, I have to notify the world. It's a very vulnerable thing now. Yeah. And so, like, <laughs> you got to go. Oh, oh, you better go. Do you have to go? No, no. I have to go. Why didn't you tell me you had to go? You yeah. know, so. Tra- <laughs> but you can hear, and parents that do have some emotional intelligence, they don't have to have a bunch use your words. And when they're teaching them how to speak, okay, use your words. And what do you do when you feel this? And what do you do when you feel this? And so we were supposed to get shown how to then further, like, and now when you're processing this emotion and when you're stuck, this is what you do. Yeah. And they're, that that's part of parenting. Yeah, And so when our parents didn't give it this because they didn't have it. And so we can do this all day, but the point is somebody's got to go learn this yeah. and not Let another generation go by Mm -hmm. where we're just shooting yourself in the foot on something so fundamental, like going to the bathroom. Yeah. Because that's right where it's supposed to be connected at. And so um, I I say that to say, at that stage, we're recognizing that anger is good because something just happened. Mm -hmm. But why, where, what about it, if any, is bad. Yeah. We're learning at that stage, how to navigate emotions and to get shown, if you stayed angry all day, this is why that became bad. Mm -hmm. Or in other words, it became a problem. Yeah. So now we're at grown adults and they have, they know logically this is a problem, but they don't think it's a problem. Mm -hmm. Yes, so true. Your face, dude. And so that is, if I... If I had the option to go rename a starting point, mm-hmm. it would be walking through people to show them this. These are the problems. Yeah, and that can happen. Like the, the, a person can literally do this. They can go right. Maybe I don't know what the root problem is, but what is a problem to you? Mm. Because what's behind the problem? I freaking. Ugh, a gigantic canyon of invalidation. Yeah. And they have tried to express their problems, and they either get validated or they don't, or it turns into more problems. So they don't say their problems anymore, and all the while they're being just ignored, ignored, ignored. And you cannot turn that off. Yep. You can't turn off your needs to be seen, known, and understood. It's just going to stay on. Mm-hmm. And you, you turn it, you ignore it, and it'll it's fine. It'll go find it somewhere else, and that's what happens. Wow. And so. If I had a load of stuff going on, I would go. Where do my problems? Where work? Write them all down. Mm-hmm. I don't care if they're petty. They're, I, I like you. Actually, cannot judge your problems because we don't even know if it's an official problem or not until it's out of your system. That's so good. So, like, what is it? I have a stupid boss. Cool. Um, uh, I have stupid employees. Great. Uh, I, I hate that I sound stupid right now. I I, I feel. I feel ungrateful. I feel like this is a joke. I feel like this is like people have it worse. I can't, like you actually cannot excuse it. You have to get it out to look at it yeah, and actually see what what they all are. And what my point is in saying this is you will actually find very fascinating themes and trends. Mm -hmm. Wow, look at my language. I keep saying the same thing, both at work, at home and with my friends. Wow. I I hate my job. Okay, why? Because they don't see me. Huh. And at home, yeah, I hate the way it is. Okay, why? It's okay to hate. Why? Because I don't feel seen. Huh. And I feel like my friends don't understand me. Huh. Huh. Mm -hmm. Look at that. Because if you listen and understand without judging, your heart will actually lead you to the issue. Wow. That's so good. Because... As a parent, to a child, what happened? Oh my God, everything's a big deal. And then, and then, this is what they did. And then, this is what they, oh, he did? And then what? So true. And then what? And then, and it's non-stop until the person feels finished. Yep. Now they can listen to you. Why? Because they feel heard. And if we're not hearing ourselves, it is very difficult to experience that from other people. A, because when they do, we'll feel like we'll get either attached to them, we'll get codependent with them. Mm -hmm. Or it'll get weird. Because now we're getting a huge feed of need. Or we have this nasty conclusion that, ah, you didn't really know. Oh, I don't really have that big... And so now we start to Undermine our own problems. Wow, which is a very mean thing. Yep. Yeah. I would start there and call the problems. I say this in, in sessions all the time, and I, I live this way, both for personal health, mental health, emotional health, spiritual health, and theology. I mean, I just live my whole lifestyle is you call it for what it is, mm-hmm. so you can treat it for what it is. Yeah. And who cares what it is? Yeah okay you hate yourself okay and now what yeah we're gonna get to a now what yeah okay it's bad okay it's bad okay now what mm-hmm. it's still there okay you want to leave your wife got it now what yeah do you want to do something about that or do you really want to go mm-hmm. no i don't want to go oh okay well that's good <laughs> we got an answer yeah but i don't want to stay here even better i don't want to stay here like high five yes mm-hmm. this is good Cause they get so used to, oh, it's hopeless. It's not gonna change. It's not gonna change. And I'm yeah. like, that that there, going back to God, the man I keep meeting, the man I keep going to heaven connecting with, the man I am involving with sessions, the man I'm doing when I'm in session for myself, the man I'm hanging out with on it, that man seems to be freaking hopeful about everything. Yeah. <laughs> everything is solvable, everything is no problem. Got it. Yep, answer this, that like. He has convinced me this is who he is because yeah. he thinks he's God. Imagine that. So <laughs> he thinks he's God and he acts like God because uh, he is God. And so I'm like, well, either you're a liar mm-hmm. or you're really who you say you are. So what's the truth? Yeah. And that's part. That's the second step. I would. I would ask is these. These are your problems. Mm-hmm. Maybe three. These are your problems. These. Are, what are your feelings? Yeah. We're not landing here. I'm not trying to correct this. Yeah. I'm trying to understand this to get you validated. Yeah, get you validated will get you calm. That's so good, bro. Because if you're calm, you'll hear number three. You'll hear the truth. That's so good. But if you're reacting, you don't even want to hear it because you're just no. You're in survival mode. You, you totally don't want to hear it as much as you do want to hear it. And it sounds very schizo, but yeah. anybody that has been there that knows what spiraling feels like, that knows what triggers feel like. Mm -hmm. It's not that you don't want to hear the truth. It's very difficult to hear the truth because you have other false truth popping off on you. Yeah. Because you have your past telling you that this is going to be like that. Yeah. And it's giving you indication and it's giving you, see, it feels that way. And if that was the truth, this is such a big statement that I've been saying for like the last couple of years now that Mm. I got from God. If, That thing, doesn't matter if it's pride, anger, jealousy, hatred, doesn't matter. Or whatever statement, well, my wife doesn't really love me. She's over here saying she loves you though. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm not really good enough. But people around you totally say that you are good enough. Mm -hmm. If these statements, I'm obviously saying they have to be a lie. Because <laughs> yeah. if your wife doesn't love you and there's evidence of that, like, well, okay, that like, yeah. <laughs> if she does, she's certainly not showing it. So you get my point, right? Yeah. Not knocking on wives, but you yeah. get the point. So I'm saying if like when you you talk, you ask yourself point blank, like, are you good enough? And you'll hear a yes or no very quick. And so if it's a no and you, and and you have a battle with accepting love and accepting belief or accepting compliments mm-hmm. accepting gratitude accepting good things if you have a hard time with that that is referring to a belief of i'm not enough mm-hmm. so my point is let's say that's true let's say that's true that that you're not enough that that's the truth okay mm-hmm. if that was the truth we'd have no negative symptoms wow We'd have no triggers. Mm -hmm. We'd have no defense mechanisms to defend for what? The truth needs no defending. Mm -hmm. And furthermore, you'd be free. (laughs) So true. Because the truth sets you free. Yeah. And the truth is Jesus, the way, the truth, the light. Mm -hmm. So we would feel more God with this belief. The problem is we are not. Yeah. (laughs) We were feeling opposite. I feel less God. I feel no God. I feel what God? (laughs) That's your next book, dude. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I feel what? Yeah. What God? What God? Yeah. That's what I feel. So I go do and perform to go get something I already have. That's a slave thing. Mm -hmm. And by acknowledging what my problems are, acknowledging what I really feel I am doing two main things of loving myself already. So good. That calms that thing down real quick because that's really what it's asking for is love. Yeah. Before it's trying to solve anything. It's just, will you just accept me where I'm at because I really am backed up? Yes. Mm. You ever see Jesus turning people away from where they're at? No. So when you turn yourself away from where you're at, it's not love. So good, bro. Now I can hear. Now, now objectively, is that the truth? And you may not know because you don't have enough information. Hmm. I don't know. It feels like my wife doesn't love me, but have you asked her? No. But her actions say so. Fair enough. So you have evidence. Mm-hmm. But do you know from her? Yeah. Well, no, because when I, I It's okay. The reasons why you don't know, it's okay. Mm -hmm. But the problem is is you don't know the facts. And you're calling the facts you have the truth when you don't have the real facts to match the truth. Mm. And it's not a knock on the person. It's just this is what they go when they don't have success getting information, getting the truth. So we got to be a little Sherlock about it and go deduct and find out. What's the actual truth? Mm-hmm. It's no different than theology. Yeah. Gosh, if you get really mad at me about this God, but you love me over here, that's like, that's weird. Yeah, totally. So I don't care what, that's why I say this statement. I don't care what the truth is. Yeah. Just tell me what the truth is. Yeah. Because whatever it is, I know it's going to set me free. I'm going to feel alive. Mm-hmm. I'm going to feel connected to God. Like there's not, it's, the, it's no negative. It's all benefit.
0: Yeah. I feel like too, I in my journey and so many areas that you help with, it was like when I was able to finally, it's almost like I knew the truth, but I didn't know the truth. Yep. And fi- when I was finally able to, okay, this is how I actually really feel. Yep. It feels like I just went to the bathroom. Yep. It's like, Oh, there it is. I, that release instant peace, instant peace, no more tension. And it's like, at the same time you feel this release and like what you just said, I feel seen. Yeah. I feel validated. Yeah. I feel loved. And I can't believe I'm still here yeah. and I just shared my honest opinion of where I'm really at and you haven't left me and he hasn't left me. Yep. And I feel like yep. something just changed in me. Yep. Just just
1: finally getting to the truth of things. That was huge, bro yeah because what the person is trying to do this last thing I wanted to quickly say is what the person's trying to do is they're trying to find their options mm-hmm. but they don't understand the problem yeah they they know what they don't like, they know what they don't what what they feel mm-hmm. most of the time they know what they're feeling they know what they they don't like this, but they often don't know why they don't like it. They just know it makes them feel uncomfortable, yeah, but when you have past stuff, you will project in your present a reality that's not here Mm. because they feel the same and so it's treating it like the same but it may not be the same. Yeah, And this is where self-sabotage does originate from Mm. is I'll walk into something great and I'll sabotage it because my emotional system cannot tell the difference of these people to those people especially when they make a mistake because I just am now around a very similar crowd. They're all different Different names, different faces, different environment. Mm-hmm. But why do I feel sti- still feel stuck? Yeah, because logically it makes no sense. I'm in my dream job. I'm in my thing. I'm in my dream. This, my bop, a bop, a bop, 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 and I've ruined it. Like, mm. yeah, because you're doing to them what you're afraid they will do to you. Yeah, and that's what happens when you're stuck back there in rejection or abandonment, and it's so bad. That I'm gonna do it to you before you can do it to me. Hmm. That's self sabotage. With pride working along the way to make sure that you're safe. Dang. But then pride is this nasty thing at the end. Once you lost it, like you didn't need to be there anyways. <laughs> That's so true. And it'll <laughs> use your own confidence to build you back up. And then you'll feel tired because it's using you against you. This thing's nuts. Dude. There's so much deep I can go on that, but you get the point. Oh yeah, it's nuts. Yeah, and I have fun and uh, a lot of success that people don't need to know the sequence and depth of like somebody like myself, and that they're not doing this for their vocation. Um, Right. But to know some of it, to understand it enough of it, yeah, and to have a problem with it is their no comes active. Yeah, that's what we're trying to do. Yeah, is get your no back, get your no back, Mm -hmm. and get it back, get it activated back to the right spot to say no to this and say yes to this. Yeah. Right now you're saying no to love and yes to this because this is more familiar than that. It's and you so don't good. understand that, but you're a being of love. And so you're in the image and likeness of love. God is love. And so you, for a, for a human being to be more comfortable with anxiety, which is fear, than love, and you don't even have a spirit of fear, you have a spirit of love yeah. so your own very nature your core is love and you're more comfortable with anxiety because of your conditioning to anxiety you're giving yourself poison every day calling it well this is better than that when in actuality is if you get understanding about this you'll never touch this again yeah Bro, that's so good. And you get this to grow up. This is the point. It's like when Justin Sunball, like, hey, you, you know how you... So I would tell him, I'm like, so I want to go have fun and do this. But then instantly I shut down. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you have younger Nikki in there. What? He had no, younger Nikki. What? Yeah. Yeah. So like, like role play it real quick in your head. Hey, you are you getting ready yet? Yeah. And lead me right up to where... And this is all open eye. Mm-hmm. Right to where you're about to go out and what happens? I hear like this adult talking to me like how it's going to be bad and I have to And I go, yeah, looks like you, right? Yeah. Look at it again. I don't know who the freak that is. So, sounds like wisdom though, huh? Yep. Mm. But wisdom doesn't tell you to shut down. Wow. And wisdom doesn't prevent you from good things. It's not wisdom doesn't also lead you away from bad things. But percentage of the time you're shutting down, that's Mm -hmm. not wisdom. Yeah. That's fear. And fear is not your Jesus who's leading you into all truth. And that thing is acting like Holy Spirit, like leading you into a truth, like to help you out, like this is going to be bad. When you have no idea. Wow. You have no idea the party's going to be bad or Mm -hmm. the dream's going to be bad or the... Exactly. Whatever. Yeah. Dang. Yeah. Yeah. It's so
0: good when <laughs> you break everything down is just genius. Um, we're gonna have to do a part two. Let's do it because it's just I know this is, there's so many things I want to dive into. Like is, I'm this, like yeah. trying honestly I'm trying to contain myself of like
1: stopping you. I know we're probably or I probably give too many. It's long three answers. hours. No, I already gave too long answers as it is. <laughs> so much my working on my long winded. answers. Oh
0: my god, no, I love it so much.
1: Um. What I'm feeling right now
0: is like, okay, maybe I'm hearing all this stuff for the first time. One thing that you've done, I'm, I'm so thankful for you because you have so much of this understanding. Yeah. You've walked through it for yourself. Yeah. It's not just like, oh, I know it and I'm helping people. It's like yeah. you, it, people need to understand anything that ever comes up in your life, you proactively tackle it probably within the minute. Within the hour, or within 24 hours, within 24 hours,
1: it's it's hogtied somewhere.
0: Yeah, it's like all right. Like I'm going to the rest of my day. I'm shutting down. I'm going to go get this out. I'm going to go get a session where you know it's like your protocol on like stopping anything that does not have the fingerprint of God's nature that's in your system. Like 24 hours, it's gone. Yep. And you have helped me so much, not just because you know you understand it but you walk through it yourself and now i have i have protocols now but a lot of times like when i was walking through that stuff and you're with me where like a lot of stuff that you even said earlier like i want the same thing yeah. like don't know how to be honest yeah don't know how to acknowledge my emotions yeah i don't know how to communicate where i'm at right now yeah i'll just tell you what you want me to think yeah. i need to hear so yeah. that we're all on the same page and everyone's happy yeah so you've helped me understand get to the root of a lot of these things. One of the amazing things that you've done so well is like really helped me understand my nature Mm. or who I am Mm. where it's like, I'm feeling all these different things. I'm feeling mad. I'm feeling sad, but I'm also feeling grateful because I'm in this moment and like, I'm feeling so many different things, but like what was not concluded was like, I was so in this place of like, I feel close to God or I feel like I'm winning when I'm doing something right, which is a, it's a good thing, but it's like my foundation or my understanding of like my identity or my nature as a man was like, not there. Hmm. It was just so reactive. Like, Oh, this is good. I heard this sermon. Yeah. I heard this person say, and that sounded really good too. Like, I'll just take that and add that to my my backpack. You know, I'm just adding things, but I had no like understanding foundationally of like who I am as a man. And a lot of those talks you've had with me are just like conversations or just, yeah, sure. just sharing. It was like, I got so much of like understanding my identity or just like my nature of who I really am. So when things do come into my life, it's like, it bounces off. Like not so much bounces off, but it. I have something to compare it to. And I'm able, able to decipher the both, yeah. both of them. So if there's like, like if we can end it like, almost like if you're speaking like speaking to us like hey this is who you are and this is your nature this is your identity this is who you're not anything like that i just feel like it would be f- so good to hear that of like who we
1: really are yeah you're you're a person who has a living answer to every question you have. Hmm. You're a person who has a living, breathing friend to understand every emotion you have. You're stuck in a reality that has nothing but solution, clarity, insight, Peace when you don't understand. Everything about you is good. Nothing can be bad. You couldn't even mess this relationship up with God if you tried. What you are is a living heavenly being on the earth that has access to change the world and your life and anybody else's life. Hmm. What you're connected to is completely abundant life that is not does not have any hesitancy whatsoever to do good things. Hmm. It is waiting to pounce on anything unloving. It's ready. It wants to love, it wants to cherish. Imagine having the most the uh, like flamboyant um, interior decorator type of uh, uh, very, um, what, what's the word? Like a big extrovertal, that's not even a word, but a big extrovert type of person mm-hmm. that has access to who you are and he's following you around. And he's like, uh, "Can we go over here? Because I want, the, and this is what I want you to do." And so I'm going to show you how to do this, and this, and this, and this. Like he is just not the, nonstop excited. Mm. He is filled with more hope that you even know what to do. It gets you a little uncomfortable sometimes because you're like, huh, you really want to change that? Okay, you really want to change that? Wow, I didn't know we could change that. Okay." And it's not about trying to change as if like this is bad, but it is like not matching what he died for. Mm. So good. So so. Here is God seeing you and seeing anybody you're connected to, and also anybody that in your purpose or calling or whatever your destiny is, that who you're going to touch all mapped out already, and whoever you want to touch along the way, whoever one of you want to be involved, whoever you want to just be kind to, whoever one of you want to love, it doesn't matter, is he wants to maximize and make the most of everything, and he sees nothing about you that cannot do this. Wow. Everything about you totally can. Have the word for the moment, have the feeling for the moment, have the time for a moment. And in between all that, talk to you about that moment because it overwhelmed you. And this is not even counting the kingdom. This is not even counting the angels that are around you. This is not even counting what your own hands could do, what your own words could do. This is just like from you to you. You're a walking, living being creation of God that is all prototype and you're all unique. Hmm. Which is why this reference line is so fascinating that here's a human being of God who hates himself. Wow. Made by God to hate, it, to hate himself? It's strange. And this is our wrestle? When nothing in our nature hates itself? Because nothing in his nature hates itself? In my opinion, little side note, 95 of our battles we're fighting are not even real. Yeah. They're real because they're real to us. Because they used they were our lifestyle at one point. Because we did fight with them. But even they weren't real because they're real, but they're not real. Yeah. Like, they only exist because you believe they exist. You only think you're ugly because you believe you're ugly because you've been told. Right. But are you? Yeah, but are you? Yeah, I'm not dismissing how you feel, but are you? Like, let's take the conversation to the conversation. Mm. Yeah, ima- imagine, imagine a person whose skin is, is wrapped in so much anointing that when they hug you, every cell in your body completely gets healed. That's who you are. Wow. Imagine a person whose song can sing over a crowd and every piece of torment completely crumbles and dies. That's who you are because of who you are, who you have inside you. And you don't need to keep saying, in my opinion, you don't need to keep saying, well, it's because of him. Like, we got it. But you're also amazing because of him. But we can just say you're amazing and he'll get the... Like, we don't need to do the extra step because yeah. what parent is walking around Every time the child gets complimented, well, it's because of him, right? That's weird. Mm -hmm. That's because of my dad, that that would feel sad. Yeah. The parent would feel sad. It's because of you, dad. It's because you did, like, we we know. We were there when we made you, we know. (laughs) I remember releasing you into existence, sir. (laughs) I was there, and so was your mom. That's so weird. (laughs) We know. You know what? And we were also there the time you were growing. And we've got snapshots along the way. Mm-hmm. See? Oh, what a coincidence. We were there when you came out. We know we made you. Mm-hmm. We know. You don't need to keep telling us. Yeah. I think the list is quite extensive, and I think it's unfair to give it You know, just a few lines um, just because it hits so many categories of life. But yeah. Bro, it was so good, but I know for a fact that, and I know so many people know this, that we are way more powerful than we've experienced. Yeah, we are way more alive than we've experienced. We are way more holier than we've experienced. We have way more breakthrough, than, access to breakthrough that we've experienced. We're we're giants. We're giant killers. We're powerful. We're very, very, very powerful. And a lot of this low-level daily stuff is distracting us from what and who we are. And we're spending so much time fighting something that's already been fought. Wow. Because look, like this is where I'll I'll end it, is look what happens right when you get the truth. Look what stops. Yeah. That. Mm Mm-hmm. don't even think about it anymore you don't even like you're not even wondering if you're not even thinking about that person anymore who hurt you we're not rewriting your past but your past just got rewritten yep you're not being tormented anymore all all of a sudden the what changed the information changed yeah your information inside you changed you now believe this and because you believe that you now feel this Mm -hmm. you don't feel that anymore so how true is it that you're dumb? No, what? Didn't an hour ago you just tell me that you were dumb and stupid and, and you were an idiot and you're the worst and ugly and didn't you just? Tell, yeah, I was telling you that. Oh, and now, that's weird that you would say that, Nicholas, huh? <laughs> what just changed though? Their information. Yep. Transformed by the renewing of their mind. That's it—an information swap. So the battle is not a, the battle. Really, is like it says in Ephesians. It's it is about information. Mm -hmm. Thoughts are what? Information Strongholds are a bunch of information That are concluded Wow Principalities is still not a demon yet That's a system of information Like your identity Mm -hmm. A man, woman, whatever it is It's running through your whole system Before we even get into actual spirits Yeah Genius, dude Amen Amen (laughs) Thank you so much, bro Yeah Thank Uh, you, bro I
0: love you so much I love you I freaking love you, dude. I freaking love you, dude. <laughs> Peace. Peace. Thanks so much for listening to Legacy Men Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, it would mean the world to me if you gave it a five star review and shared it with a friend. For more information about this podcast or Legacy Men, go to legacymen.com. That's L G C Y Men.com. Have an awesome day, and thanks for listening.